1: Hello everyone. Welcome back for another episode of From Hunts to Humans. I am here with Sam today. We actually got connected um because we were talking about first form and how that is kind of like pyramid schemey. And I was like, I actually don't really know it a lot about this, so we should talk about that. And also you should come on the podcast, anyways, because you're a content creator and we should talk about that and also your MLM story. So, we have a lot to cover today. Um so, hi Sam, welcome.
0: Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> yes, me too. Do you want to just start out with telling everyone where they can find you as they're like listening so they can follow along and add you as they're listening right now?
0: Yeah, so I'm most active on YouTube and my YouTube channel is the Sam D Um, and the Sam D across all things. So if you wanted to find me on Instagram or face or Facebook, or I think it's the same on TikTok. I don't really post that much on any of those as, as much as I post on YouTube. So definitely YouTube is the best way to find me.
1: (laughs) Wonderful. That's awesome. And that will be in the show notes too, for anyone that's looking while you listen. Um, yeah. So what? Do you want to start at the beginning or the end? <laughs> Do you, what got you here or what like brought you to
0: MLM? Okay, so if we want to start at the beginning beginning like yeah. when I started MLMs. Um I okay. This is going to be a long one. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So In 2014, my husband and I, along with my mom, my stepdad, and my four-year or three-year-old son, he was three and a half at the time, we moved from Connecticut to Colorado. Uh, We were not in a good place financially, which is why we moved with my parents. Uh, We lived with them for six, seven years. Um, when we moved to Colorado, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So we moved in 2014. Um, and my, a family member of mine was doing Scentsy. Um, and she was doing it for a really long time. And I was always trying to find a way to make money from home. I wanted to be with my, my son, Um, I didn't know what that looked like. I just knew that there had to be a way for me to be with my son, to spend more time with my son. At the time I was a medical assistant, uh, working in a doctor's office. So my hours were very long. I was leaving the house at like six 30 and not getting home until between six and seven at night. So I was desperate. And this family member had been asking me to join Sensi for a long time, a long time. Um, so at this point in my life where I just moved across the country and didn't know anybody except for the people that I moved with, uh, and we were in a, like I said, a financial situation that was not good I thought that this would be, it was marketed to me also this way, this would be a great way for me to meet new people in my area and also make more money to pay off all of our debt. Our house was just foreclosed on when we moved. Um, So I thought it'd be a great way to make money, pay off the debt while I was working and eventually make it a full-time thing. Fast forward three and a half years. I stayed in Sensi for all that time, uh, and never made a penny. <laughs> oh
1: my um, gosh. Did you have like a profit and loss statement to like show that? Or were you just like posted?
0: With I, so I did all the math when I first started my YouTube channel. Um, and I think that I think if I made anything in the three years, it was like $300 if that um and I was annoying. I was annoying. There's no other way to say it. I was that girl on the Facebook uh app posting all of the specials and help me reach my goals and do this. I was given this challenge to sell 6 six packs in the next 24 hours. Who wants to help me? It was all about me and my goals. Um, and that was what was encouraged. So I just kept doing it thinking I was doing the right thing. And there was even a point, this was around the time where I started to kind of push away from Sensi. I had thought that I earned the trip. So they had, they have incentive trips in Scentsy. Um, and typically your earning points, you can either go to their family reunion, is what they call it. Which is cringy in its own way. Ooh, so culty. (laughs) So culty.
1: Okay, Sensi, I see you with your cultiness.
0: (laughs) So every year they have their convention, and it was Sensi Family Reunion. And I went to the one in Las Vegas in 2015. It was either 2015 or 2016. I don't remember the exact year. But that's when they rebranded everything and everything was really exciting. And I was like, this is so cool. I'm going all in this year. And the next year, I thought I earned the trip to go to Nashville. And I always wanted to go to Nashville. I've been to Memphis. I love Tennessee. So I was like, I'm going to earn this trip. So I had earned it, but I didn't. They took it away from me. Uh (laughs) What do you mean? So, oh my god. (laughs) so what happened was it was part, it was, I'm taking blame for most of it. Uh, I should have been more diligent about reading the fine print and knowing what I can do, what I can't do. But at the time, my leader was aware of everything that I was doing and was encouraging me to keep doing the things that I was doing. So I didn't think there was anything wrong with what I was doing. Uh, so what I, what happened was that my mom joined my team and because she joined my team and we had the same address, cause we were still living together at the same time at that time, they told me she couldn't be on my team. So they took the points away and I was 500 points shy. I needed 20,000 points. I think it was, and I had 19,500. So I didn't get the trip. I was so pissed. I did end up going. I ended up shelling out the money to go. Uh, I took my insi- my entire commission check from that month that I lost the trip, which was my biggest commission check at $735. Which is nothing for a whole month of work. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I know. That's so not- like it seems like a lot in like MLM monopoly money but right really not like and I it's so interesting because when you're in an MLM like money almost feels different like you know like the value seems like it's not the same because Mm -hmm. like as long as I'm like oh well like this paid for my order or this paid for this or this paid like as long as it covers something I'm like oh well like this is great but like if my like paycheck was like that for a regular job i'd be like oh my god i'm not getting enough hours like this is like not enough to survive like yeah. all that stuff um so it's really interesting how they are able to like manipulate how we view money somehow mm-hmm.
0: fascinating yeah and something else that's really interesting is that they give you every mlm has their own pay card right so your money if you're in a partnership of any kind and you have a shared account where your bills come out of, your money isn't going in there unless you physically do it. Whereas if you're doing like, um, what is it called? Oh my gosh, my brain has left the building. Uh, (laughs) The direct deposit is what I was looking for. If you're doing direct deposit with your job, it's automatically going in your bank. So you're helping pay the bills, right? But if it's going on your pay card, the MLMs often encourage you to keep it there so that, your spouse or your significant other, whoever you're in a partnership with, doesn't see that money. So they don't know what you have and you could spend it on product or trips or whatever else you have to spend it on um, and make it look like you're making all this money. It's right. so ridiculous.
1: Oh, that, that's that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So ridiculous. <laughs> so how was the trip? What ended up happening there?
0: Okay. Yeah. So I ended up going on the trip. Um, I roomed with some great people. Uh, I had such a good time when I wasn't at the convention. I hated the convention. I was resentful, um, that I had to pay my way when I had thought that I earned it. And I worked so hard. The amount of time that I put in to earn that trip that I ended up not earning was, time that I will never get back. I will never get back that time with my 4-year-old or 5-year-old son at the time when he thought when he saw mommy quote unquote working. I wasn't working. I was playing fantasy world. <laughs> That's
1: so interesting that you put it that way because I mean, we are like stuck in this like fantasy, like it's almost like you're playing the Sims but with yourself. Yeah. Um, trying to like make this money and like how many girl bosses can I get on my team? Like, what? Like when you actually think about that, that's weird. Yeah. Like you don't really like there. I know there are a few um professions that do talk about like teams and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but I feel like most of the time it's like google teams which is totally different and doesn't (laughs) um but like overall it's it's not teams that's a sports term that's not a
0: job term so it's so weird yeah yeah so i anyway i went on the trip um and i ended up I ended up spending even more money because I ended up staying longer because I didn't get to see all of Nashville that I wanted to see. I went to Nashville to see Nashville, not to hang out with sensey people. So like, I felt like I was forced to go to the convention during the day. And then during our free time, I was like, and it was at Grand Ole Opry. So everything, if you've never been to Nashville before, everything is about 20 minutes away. If you want to go to downtown Nashville and really experience that, it, you have to find transportation. So I had to Uber with my friends whenever we had the chance to get to go and see Nashville. Uh, so I did that. I ended up staying a couple extra days. And then when I got back, I kind of just like, I gave up on Sensi. I was like, I am so frustrated with this whole thing. I'm moving on. And moving on meant joining LuLaRoe.
1: (laughs) That's so funny. Before we move on to LuLaRoe, I just want to like touch on that for a second because so many people, myself included, go to convention and they get Mm re-sparked up. Like before the convention for Plexus, I was kind of like, eh, like, I don't know. Like I was still all in, but like not as all in as I was before. And then I went to the convention and I got so jazzed and I was like, "Let's do this!" And of course, my like business absolutely sank from there. Um, yeah, even when I was like trying really hard and doing all the things. Like now, obviously, I know it's not me; it's the model. Mm-hmm. But like, that's really interesting that you went and had such a different
0: experience. Yeah, and the first time, like when I went to Vegas, it was that experience and. I think that just having the whole trip taken from me in that way and like even sending them proof of things that they asked for and they still took it from me by just like a a small amount of points was so frustrating to me that I just went with a a bad attitude. I was like, I'm going to go and see Nashville and that's it.
1: Right. And on one hand, part of me like now is like, okay, well, like this is them trying to prevent ghost accounts, right? Mm -hmm. Like, in in some way. So like, okay, great. But also like who's to say that your mom isn't actually working the business? So like it's really I'm really torn on that, like, from like a business standpoint. Like there are so many like family owned businesses where they like do all this stuff. But I guess like, you know, like in family owned businesses they don't have separate accounts for mm-hmm. each person so like i don't know like my brain is just like spinning trying to wrap my head around their decision to do that like part yeah. of it's like why wouldn't you want the money but i guess also if this is the only thing that they do to prevent ghost accounts i guess that's a good thing yeah, yeah.
0: i'm torn yeah what it's do you like think? a it's a double edged sword because i agree with it but at the time like i didn't know any better
1: right Right.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, okay, so how did LuLaRoe find you? And this yeah. is exciting because we haven't really talked too much about <laughs> LuLaRoe on this podcast. So I'm excited to hear what, what happened for you.
0: Yeah, so this is a great story. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Vegas on the at the Sensi family reunion, I met a girl in the elevator <clears throat> who was also with Sensi. And she is, was, and is so much fun. I'm not friends with her per se anymore. Uh, She unfortunately still is in MLMs. But anyway, I met her in the elevator. She was so much fun. And we just like connected. We stayed in touch. She ended up eventually leaving Sensi and joining LuLaRoe. And I was like, this girl is so much fun. Maybe LuLaRoe is going to be better. And so this was in the end of 2016, I believe. No, the end of 2017. So it was right as everything started bubbling up with LuLaRoe. And I was just like, this is just something that businesses go through. I'm sure it's fine. LuLaRoe has such this cult-like following, I think it's going to be a great move. So I talked to my husband about it. I was like, we can do this and I'll make all this money. I made a business plan. It was ridiculous. (laughs) I was putting in my business plan that I would go to work during the day and then I'd get home, have about an hour with my son, and then work on LuLaRoe until like 12 at night. I'm like, what was I thinking? And what did that
1: mean, (laughs) work on LuLaRoe? Like were you hosting parties? Were you doing online sales, like parties like that? Or were you like going to people's houses with all of your racks?
0: So I, (laughs) I was doing a lot of uh, Facebook lives and doing sales that way. Um, and I was on the weekends doing pop-ups. Uh, so, In my area that I was living in at the time, there was quite a few of us. So we would host like um, combined pop-ups and we would do it at the library. Or um, one time we did it in a hotel lobby and we would all just bring our racks and our clothes and just set up for the day and hope that people would show up. Um, I never really made a whole lot from that. Uh, I think – Going back to how I signed up, it started bad. (laughs) Oh no, I opened up three credit cards and split it across three credit cards to join. (laughs) And it was encouraged. (laughs)
1: This is something that I've been wondering about like, is it pot like? So, like, in the marijuana industry, like, you're not allowed to purchase with a credit mm-hmm. card. Right. Um, You can only use a debit card. And I think that's because they want to guarantee that they're getting paid. You can dispute a credit card charge. It's a lot harder to dispute a debit card charge. Yeah. But so many people go in debt through multi-level marketing companies and open up all these credit cards. I feel like we... I wish that there was a rule that you couldn't use credit cards to buy multi-level marketing stuff. But right, I mean, I have then no they idea how that happen. yeah, they would. <laughs> and also think about how much that would
0: actually protect people. Right, it would be amazing. Right, yeah. that would take care of so much. I know, I know.
1: <laughs> I wish, I wish. <laughs> uh everyone the next time that there's a comment period for the FTC write that in your comment
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly um yeah so I split it across the three credit cards and then every time like you you would see a lot of money coming in because at the time LuLaRoe was so big and like you would I was still getting like those unicorn pieces for a little while um and So I would be getting the money, but they would be encouraging you to build your inventory, like build your LuLaRoe room. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm just going to put this money instead of paying off my credit cards, I'm going to put it back into the business so that it can thrive and my inventory will grow. Well, that's when everything started going downhill. So I started getting the stinky and wet stuff.
1: (laughs) Oh no. So like, Can we just like take a moment, like really paint the scene for
0: us? What was it like when you opened that box? Oh, I I remember exactly like picking up the package it was in. It was a pair. The first thing that I got that was gross. It was a pair of like orange salmon color leggings. And I opened them up. Kind of gross. Right. (laughs) And I opened them up and I grabbed them and I was like, these feel wet. And there was like. The, the rumors going around starting on Facebook and everything that people were getting the wet and stinky stuff. And so I'm like, this is it. This is when I get my wet and stinky stuff. Oh no! (laughs) So I took it out and I was like, this feels wet. And I, like, as soon as I opened the bag, I was like, oh my gosh, what is that smell? So my mom was home and I was like, mom, do these smell? She's like, that's gross. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So Yeah.
1: Like, okay. So I have questions. (laughs) I have
0: so (laughs) many questions. Okay. I have answers. I hope.
1: (laughs) Okay. So before you got the leggings and like, you just saw like the posts in the Facebook groups and stuff like that. What did you think? Were you like, what was your way of like getting around that? Tell me about the cognitive dissonance. (laughs) They
0: were being negative and that was not allowed. Yeah. I was like, why are you posting this in the group? You should be messaging your whatever. I don't even remember if they were called coaches or whatever, but I was like, you cannot post in the group. Cause even like I made a post at some point and I was like, uh, I I don't remember what I asked, but it was, please don't post this in the group. It's seen as negative. Reach out to your sponsor. Oh my God, look at you, you little minion. (laughs) (laughs) So then from there, I was like, yeah, you can't post this in the group, you negative human. (laughs) So
1: like, let's just all take a second and realize like, I mean, this is what we talk about all the time. Like we were the people that we talk about, you know, like, and this is like such a good example of you like owning that and being like, yeah, no, I was the person pushing the toxic positivity. Like. Mm thank you so much for saying this because it's so important because obviously someone's saying it. So I'm, I'm really excited. And I know I've said toxic, positive stuff. I can't wait until I see it on my Facebook and then I can be like, Oh yes, that's what I did. I can't remember (laughs) right now. Um, but like, wow. Okay. So then you actually got them. So it wasn't that you didn't believe the people. It was just that you wanted them to shut up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Stop! There's no way this is happening." Like, I did believe them, but I didn't. Mm. And then when it happened to me, I was like, "That's when it started to cur- kind of turn." And I was like, "Okay, something's yeah. going on here." Kind
1: of like the <laughs> oh, like that's just a one-off, like that. Yeah, okay, that, that wouldn't happen to me. Like, mm, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> cool,
1: cool, 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 cool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. So- okay, so then you got them, and you like. I I feel like if I got a box
0: of sticky leggings, I would cry. What did you do? Did you cry? I was mortified because I had to bring those leggings somewhere and sell them. So I was like, let me just, (laughs) this is so bad. I feel so bad.
1: Did you actually try to sell them?
0: (laughs) I did. And I sold them. I was like, let me just air them out. I'm a bad human. Oh my. <laughs> you know what? We live and we learn, right? we like, I, I'm so like, thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you for talking about this. Oh my God. You tried to sell them. Let's talk about it. Like, let's.
0: Yeah, talk about it. because it was just like, oh, well, people are still going to buy them, right? Did like they? I need to make my money back. Yeah. Somebody bought them. And they didn't try
1: to return them from you. Did you like sell them at a discount or something? Or I don't remember.
0: So I'll get to that part of my story. Okay. <laughs> um, but I don't want to give too much away without giving telling the rest of the story okay, first. Yeah. yeah. So That's I fair. may have sold them at a discount. I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I got those leggings. And then that's, like I said, that's when my thought processes started to change a little bit. Mm. I was like, all right, maybe there's something to this, but let's give it a chance. <laughs> so what happened next was that their 2017, it was 2017, um, their 2017 Americana collection came out, which is their, like their 4th of July promotion. So they, call them, they called them capsules at the time. I don't know if that's still what they call them. And when the capsules came out, they would sell out really quickly. So those are like the limited edition type things like Halloween and Christmas and things like that. So this was my first uh, capsule collection that I was able to purchase. So I was really excited. Um, So I got on and I ordered and this was the same year that they put out those stupid hot dog prints.
1: <laughs> oh, no. The the crotch hot dogs.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I'll get the good stuff. And if I get the... I don't remember if they were calling them like the LuLaRoe suit or whatever it was. Uh, But if I get that, then at least I have it for myself, which is so mortifying. Uh, But then I got my order and it was all the crap that people didn't want. Not only that, it was. I want to say it was like July 3rd when I got it, it was super delayed they were way behind on shipping. It was like all of a sudden overnight, their shipping was crap and it would take forever to get your orders. So when I finally got it, it was just the crap prints and I went on a Facebook live to do a sale unboxing as soon as I got the thing. And I maybe got like two orders because it was such crap. (laughs) So, at that point, I was just I had just found out I was pregnant. I wasn't feeling good, and it was just like, I don't want to do this anymore." So I started to push away. and I didn't want to do the going out of business, the goob sale because I didn't want to get in trouble. So I started to I did like a back to school sale and Wait, then hold on,
1: what's what's the going out of business sale that would get you in trouble? I don't know
0: about so that. So you are not allowed to discount your um your merchandise.
1: Oh yeah, that makes sense. We weren't allowed to do that in like you couldn't offer a deal or something like that.
0: Yeah. And it has to be like through private message or whatever.
1: Right, right,
0: right, right, right. Um, but you weren't allowed to do a going out of business sale because at the time they were doing the the buyback. Mm-hmm but i was hearing so many stories about the people who weren't getting their money back and send they already sent their inventory back and they were just out out of luck um that i didn't want to go that route i was like i don't want to do that i don't want i had like racks i had a room full i had a lula room so i was like i don't want to send this back and not a chance not getting any money back right um so i did the Go the back to school sale and had people DM me for like the, the message that I had to send out privately because we weren't allowed to discount in our own business, which is ridiculous. Um, so did that. And then I don't remember if I did another sale, but it was around the same time that I was just like, screw it. And I did a going out of business sale. Um, and I joined the goob groups and did all that. And I did end up getting terminated, but I didn't know until recently when I made my LuLaRoe video, (laughs) I went into my old email and I was like, oh, wow, I was terminated. Somebody had screenshotted me posting in a goob group and that is why I got terminated. Um, Wow. But I did end up so I ended up selling. That's why I said I don't know if I sold those leggings for a discount or not. Uh, but I did end up selling almost all of my stuff on a goob sale. And then I did Poshmark. I did Mercari. I just sold everywhere I could. I was like, I want to get rid of it. If I break even, I'm happy. I did end up breaking even. Um, that's good. I wasn't in for long. So I think my second son saved me from MLMs. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) Because when I got pregnant and everything was happening, I was just like, screw this. This is a nightmare. Um, So, yeah, that was my LuLaRoe story. It wasn't super in depth like some other stories I'm sure you've heard. But I saw the signs early and got the hell out.
1: (laughs) I'm so glad. And I'm so like, honestly, I feel like sometimes the best we can do is break even in these situations. So I'm really glad that you did, especially because I know how expensive those boxes for anyone that doesn't know how expensive is it to buy a box of leggings.
0: So you had an order minimum. Um, and you can't, I don't know if they've changed it, uh, but when I was in, you couldn't buy the leggings in a single pack. Right. You had to buy them in two packs. So even in the starter kit, I didn't get any leggings. So I had to do like a legging add-on. Right. So I spent four forty three hundred dollars I think, on my starter kit. And then I had to spend another thousand on leggings to get people to want to buy because that's what they wanted. Right. Um. So... In order to place an order, you had, I want to say it was like a 30-piece minimum, but don't quote me. I could be wrong. Um, And so your two packs of leggings only counted for one piece. So to get leggings, you would have to order a crap ton. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what's really funny
1: is I have my one single pair of LuLaRoe leggings on right now. My black ones. (laughs) (laughs) they didn't rip yet (laughs) no these are definitely from like the the pre the earlier time which is insane uh I'm like kind of impressed that they still fit me because I was not the size that I am now when I bought them I was definitely in a smaller body at that point Mm -hmm. so like they got some give yeah I'm I'm a plus size girly now like these things these things oh are, yeah they're I mean,
0: stretchy but
1: I mean and they're still not good quality in general compared right. to other leggings that I have like like I know I it sounds like I'm singing their praises I'm not they're just they just haven't had holes in them so I haven't thrown them away
0: yeah <laughs> Um and they don't I'm have a gross mentioned- fridge on them <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned about the size though because that's another thing that LuLaRoe did was that they're like their sizes were never true. Mm-hmm. So like your small was actually like a large. So it made you feel really good about yourself as a woman <laughs> um, yeah. to buy their clothes in a small and be like, oh, a small fits me in Lululemon. I'm going to keep shopping here.
1: Right. And well, like this is something that the like this, like we've been talking about in women's fashion in general is that they should be adjusting the size chart because mm-hmm. The average person is a size 16 to 18.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Why is that a 2X? Right. Like, that should be a medium. Or at least a large. Right. Like, so, like, they really should be adjusting the size chart. So, like, I mean, I will give them that. Like, that's fantastic for, like, confidence. And, like, I can see why, like, you would want to do that in an MLM because like, that's also like in the MLM model, you take that and it's kind of manipulative, right? Because Mm -hmm. all of these people are feeling really good about themselves. Mm -hmm. And also we know the history of, um, Mark and DN of being really like body negative and like sending Mm -hmm. people to Tijuana to get, um, the weight loss surgery and stuff like that. So we know that there's a lot of toxic diet culture that goes on there, but in terms of like mlm manipulation like that was just one more way to have the positive vibes flowing and get everyone to buy in everyone's feeling awesome about themselves like ooh, look at me and my Lularo. i'm gonna set them all like oh yeah man, gross i never really yeah. thought about that i'm glad that we talked about it
0: yeah me too like
1: like and now I'm really torn about that too because like I said like we should be moving the industry that way like that's mm-hmm. a, like we should be adjusting for what we are now not what the model standards are or Right? um yeah. because like we have such like there are this is me going on my soapbox for a second. There is such a mental health crisis right now. And I feel like every like industry should be working together to see like what can we do to offset some of this problem, mm-hmm. kind of like the environment. like Every industry could look at it and be like, what can we do? Can we do one thing better that will help mm-hmm. people? And it will make a difference. It will make a difference for our employees' morale. It will make a difference for our consumers, like- There are so many things that industries could look at to just be a little bit better. And there are obviously some industries that can't change. But like, I don't know. Maybe that's me making excuses for them. Everyone can probably change something. But (laughs) (laughs) right. (laughs) Yeah. So what happened after LuLaRoe? Did you go to another one? I did. Oh, no. (laughs) So how long did it take for you to jump from one frying pan to another?
0: Well, this one took me a little while. Uh, This one was by accident. (laughs) Um, I had my second son and I wanted to lose the weight. Um, So I had somebody on my Facebook, I think, that I had went to school with. And of course she saw like my posts and everything. And she was with Beachbody, of course. (laughs) And I had actually done Beachbody programs before my wedding. So I wasn't against Beachbody. And at this time, I wasn't anti-MLM. I wasn't aware of what was going on. So she messaged me and she's like, we have a special going on. And if you order this program, you get like a discount on your Shakeology or something. And I had wanted to try... The shakeology for so long, for whatever reason, because it's gross, <laughs> it's absolutely disgusting.
1: I agree, and I <laughs> get really excited when people come on here and tell me that because there are some people that come on, and they're like, Oh no, I liked it, and I'm like, Ugh. I don't understand, it tastes like dirt. You had like. I when I make protein shakes which I haven't in a while but when I do make protein shakes I I do still add like you know a little bit of pb2 or maybe a banana or something Mm -hmm. like that but the ones that we have now I could drink them plain and it would be fine like I wouldn't be disgusted by it if I right psychology plain. the worst like I wasn't drinking (laughs) it I would take a sip and be like this is just even thinking about it I'm like gagging a little bit yeah
0: (laughs) It's and they said nice. it was chocolate. I'm like, this is not it's brown, but it's not chocolate.
1: <laughs> it's dirt. It tastes like dirt.
0: Yeah, it's nasty. <laughs>
1: uh, so, like, if you want uh like I have never had Vega, so I don't know if it tastes like dirt too, but people tell me that the Vega ingredients are very, very similar to Shakeology ingredients. So if you're looking oh. for a dupe for Shakeology, Vega
0: at Walmart
1: is uh, what I have heard is the closest.
0: If you're one of the rare breeds that enjoy the taste of shakeology, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you want your daily superfood, yeah, <laughs> which is a buzzword that doesn't mean anything, just so right? you know. <laughs> <laughs> like the point of a protein shake is to get protein. It's to supplement your protein if you're not right. getting enough protein. Obviously, there are some shakes that have like vitamins and stuff in mm-hmm. them too. And again, that's a supplement from what you're normally getting, but like I have a bottle of multivitamin gummies on my desk that probably don't do anything for me, but it's a hell of a lot cheaper than any of the supplements I've ever bought from any of these MLM companies. Oh yeah. And I can pretend that it helps me. Just like I pretended it. Just like yeah. (laughs) And um that's fine.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: And I actually enjoy taking it because it's a gummy and not (laughs) uh, a handful of pills. Now I have a handful of gummies that I take every day. I have my magnesium gummy. I have my omega gummy, my multivitamin gummy. What else do I have? (laughs) Oh, I have a pre and probiotic gummy. Like I'm really covering all the bases with the gummies. I have a little snack every day. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Even if they're not doing anything for you, at least you're getting like a little a charcuterie board of gummies. Yeah. (laughs) That's the
1: way I look at it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So you joined Beachbody accidentally. So she must have like kind of tricked you and like, were you a coach?
0: I was, and I had no idea. So again, this was partly my fault. I didn't look at the fine print. I was never a fine print reader. So I was like, all right, she told me to do this. Uh, she sent me the link. I filled everything out. I paid the money and I got the box with the program that I never used because this was right before that everything just went like on demand. Yeah. Um. So I never used the DVDs or anything, but I got added to all the groups and I was like, what is going on? And then when I wanted to cancel my Shakeology because it was gross and I wasn't drinking it is when I realized that I was a coach and I was like, Oh shit.
1: (laughs) I wanted to help people here too. Um, I'm bringing it back to the FTC comment period again, because we know that eventually there will be another comment period. Mm -hmm. Um, So your story right here, this is a perfect example of if there was a waiting period implied, you probably wouldn't have signed up because you didn't read any of the fine print but right. like if you had signed up for something and then somebody told you you had to wait 7 days before you could actually pull the trigger you probably you probably would have been like why like that's yeah. so weird let me look into this more yeah. and then you would have looked into it more and been like oh do i actually want to do this why do i right. have to wait so long like like you know like and you would have actually had to look through all of this stuff before you did it Um, I mean, obviously there are some people that would just be like la-di-da. Oh, okay, I have to wait seven days, whatever. Um, again, this isn't like nothing that we're doing in anti MLM or just like academia MLM or legal anti MLM. Yeah. Like nothing is knocking these companies out completely. Uh I I don't know if that's like realistic um as much as I would love it to be. (laughs) But um like this, this is just such a good example of what you could write in your comment. If they had another comment period saying like, this is what happened. And if I had had that time period to wait, there's like a really good chance that I would have looked deeper into this, the the, the materials and yeah. like what I was actually doing and wondering why they're asking for my social security number to sign up yeah. for a workout
0: program. Yeah, that's so true. And I'm, In a way, I'm grateful that I went through all of these MLM experiences because now I do read things. And when there's terms and conditions, I'm like, okay, what am I signing away? Am I, there was actually a company that put in their terms, terms and conditions. I don't remember what company it was. uh, And I don't think it was an MLM, but they put in their terms and conditions that like they owned your soul (gasps) and people weren't reading it. And they ended up like owning a ton of people's souls because people signed the terms and conditions. So now I'm like making sure I'm not, I think they did it to prove a point that nobody pays attention. Yeah. And you should be paying attention. (laughs) Right.
1: Yeah. None of us read the terms and conditions when we update our Apple phones or Facebook or any of that stuff. Like we have no idea what we're signing and it's really scary. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because nobody has time to do that. And they know that. <laughs>
1: yeah. But then they're worried about banning TikTok. Like. Right. Everyone <laughs> already has all my information anyways. Exactly. Like. What's There's probably to- a
0: clone of me out there somewhere. And I feel right. bad for whoever has to deal with it. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. Anyways, that's a whole nother topic. But, you know, like. <laughs> right. It's just absolutely ridiculous that we think that we're protecting anything. Like, we right. all just willy-nilly put our stuff out there all of the time all right. of the auto fills I have filled out mm-hmm. all like th- if they want my stuff they can they they have it like, right and I'll have to pay the consequences <laughs> when it happens <laughs> exactly <laughs> so you never ended up using the program you signed up for
0: no and I uh, never ended up selling anything thank god never recruited anybody I just never even knew I was a coach <laughs>
1: oh my that's so silly though too like what a way to like shoot yourself in the foot as like a recruiter in general like why wouldn't you recruit someone and tell them like okay why wouldn't you recruit someone and tell them that they had the opportunity to recruit more people like that seems really dumb um (laughs) like thank god she didn't uh, Mm um but like that's so silly like you're not playing the game right honey right um (laughs) but then also oh where was I gonna go with that um i don't know like my mind is just blown that she wouldn't have told you that you did that but like it goes to show that she was being deceptive and was using like bad tactics on you yeah which is sad i'm sure that person isn't a bad person they probably don't even realize what they did was wrong although they do realize on some level because they didn't tell you
0: right Like, uh yeah it was pretty crazy (laughs)
1: So did you end up paying that like monthly membership fee like for all of those months and you didn't even know? Like how long did you realize?
0: I think it was only 3 months before I canceled it okay. uh because it was automatically coming out of my credit card. It again, it wasn't a debit card, it was a credit card. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. So yeah, um it wasn't very long. It was yeah. another short stint.
1: <laughs> wow. So um as you know, uh, we talk a lot about mental health on this podcast and like so far your your story has been pretty clean of like mental yeah. health stuff. <laughs> Is there anything behind the curtain that you want to share with us about like your times in and what ended up happening? If not, absolutely no pressure. We didn't talk about this before we jumped on. so if No, you're, like, you're fine. On, it's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I don't think anything like specific Mm -hmm. would come up. But last year, no, the year before last I was diagnosed with clinical depression. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that a lot of that has played into my experiences with going into MLMs. I was, um, I went through some hard times as a child. I was bullied. Um, you know, I was the outcast, so I wanted to fit in. And I felt like this was a way to fit in. So in that aspect, that's really all that probably would have played into that. Um, But definitely there was an aspect to it (laughs) that was mental.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's so interesting that like, like you've told your whole story and you didn't really touch on that at all, which is fine. Um, But I think that when we're talking about these things, we don't, a lot of people don't look deeper at the mental health stuff and how, like you're right, like you probably were looking for some community and some support and all of this stuff. Like you had so many changes through all of those times, like your first child, your second child, wanting to like change your body because of society and having mm-hmm. your second kid, like all of that stuff contributes to your mental health. And then ultimately, finding out that you have a diagnosis of clinical depression, like that's that's a lot, yeah.
0: Yeah. So and I think that the part where they reach out to you and love bomb you mm-hmm. um and show you all of these <laughs> these ways that people can care about you making you fit in um it, it really pulls you in when you felt like you've never fit in anywhere before. Yeah. If that makes sense.
1: Absolutely. It really does. That, that was like really well put. So thank you for saying that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um.
1: Okay. So is this kind of the end of your MLM journey? Is that where we're going to shift into the first form conversation?
0: Yeah. That was the end. Oh, <laughs> that's gosh. when I, I, I discovered anti MLM YouTube and I was like, oh, oh, I went through that. Yeah. <laughs> but Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the world of anti MLM is like, oh,
0: shoot. Yeah,
1: I remember when I first listened to Roberta's podcast and I was like, oh, my God, like literally the whole time listening to it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, shoot because I was like so new out and I immediately started posting about stuff I was like I was a scammer I'm so yeah you're like (laughs)
0: apologizing to everybody
1: (laughs) yeah I uh for the first year I actually sent messages to everyone a lot of people I'm sure there are some people I missed but I sent messages to a lot of people that I like tried to recruit or Mm. sold things to and apologized and everyone has been great about me messaging them and most of them are like why are you even saying anything um (laughs) but like I don't know it made me feel a lot better um you know I think that accountability is like such a tricky thing and something that we don't really understand a lot about and you know like maybe it was for me and like that's fine but maybe they needed to hear that too Mm -hmm. so um I i if it was just for me, that's fine. And if it was for them, that's fine too. Um, yeah, but it, it feels better to take accountability in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I think that if, for example, if that Beachbody coach were to reach out and be like, Hey, I'm really sorry. I did this. I think that I would appreciate that. So yeah. I think it works both ways for mm-hmm. sure.
1: I think it depends like because some people still don't know like I had I did reach out to somebody and I was like I'm so sorry I did this to you and it was probably the worst one like she was struggling with getting pregnant and all of this stuff and I was I truly believed that Plexus was going to help her it wasn't that I like thought I was like oh this is the perfect person for me to scam yeah I truly believe like because of all the stories I was seeing I was Uh like wow like this could really help you like I would love to help you what if this helps um so like I mean truly did not mean any harm I mean I never meant any harm to anybody and I don't think any of us do um but like when I reached out to her she was like why are you apologizing to me yeah (laughs) and I like it it hurts so bad because I like couldn't say I couldn't say it like I wish I had the guts to say to her like oh no like y- like this is what happened like you you don't understand like how mm-hmm. bad this was but I I couldn't um I I couldn't say it I think I ended up sending her a voice message of me like crying. <laughs> oh like just being like i i thank you for saying that but i'm so sorry yeah (laughs) so like that's embarrassing but you know (laughs) here i am i don't think she listens to this podcast so yeah if she does that would be great because maybe she would understand why i'm so yeah by what i did but So you became anti MLM. You started looking into all this stuff. You started making videos. Where did first form come into this? And like, tell us about how that works.
0: Yeah. So a lot of people think first form is an MLM and it's actually not, but it is very similar. So how did I find first form? I... Last year started getting healthier. Uh, I had found out that I was pre-diabetic. I have insulin resistance and all of those things. Um, so I started working with a certified nutrition coach and, um, she was helping me and she was amazing. Um, but she had recommended, so I was trying to get my protein goals, reach my Mm -hmm. protein goals. And so, she recommended first form, um, because she was a legionnaire. So I tried it out and I will say that full disclosure, I still have their stuff in my pantry. I do love their products. It is a shame that their legionnaire program is the way it is, uh, which I will get further into. Um, but I, so I bought the protein And then after I finished working with her and like got my health in a better handle on my health, I wanted to become a certified health coach. So I signed up and I went through the course to become a certified health coach and a personal trainer, took the test, got both of those things. Um, And then I really just wanted a way to help like refer my clients to first form and then still be able to benefit from it in some way. Like they had an affiliate program. So that would be cool. So I signed up for the Legionnaire program and it is so weird. (laughs) It is a very strange process. So I have affiliate links through other things and all you really have to do most of the time, is send over your information. Sometimes they ask for like your Instagram or your YouTube or how many followers you have and things like that. So I did all that. And then they wanted to set up a call with me. So I was like, all right, well, maybe this is just more in depth to make sure that we're on the same page. So I set up the call, got on the phone and it was, it was basically, it felt very love bombing. Um, it was a dude (laughs) it was a a guy on the phone and he was just asking me about my story and then relating to my story with his of course and this whole time mind you I had no idea I would have to pay to be a part of the affiliate program
1: (gasps) I didn't know you had to pay for that (laughs) yeah Oh my God, yep. I take back all of my recommendations for first form in my previous videos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I get on the call and we had a great call and he's like, I love your story. I love that you're helping people and you're certified and you did all of these things. I would love to invite you to be a part of our Legionnaire program. So they make you feel really, really special. And then he's like, all you have to, I'm going to send you this link and all you have to do is, like set up your auto pay every month. And I was like, wait a second, what, what? <laughs> so I clicked the link and he's like, and you, we do have these, we don't offer discounts to our Legionnaires, but when you sign on, we do offer these packages, um, that are discounted. And it turns out that these packages are available to anybody. Um, so, I ended up getting one of the packet packages, and I got like greens and a t-shirt and swag and stuff. and I ended up signing up. I think it was two fifteen around that to get into the Legionnaire program with the package that I got. Um, dollars I think so. It was Did around to that monthly. It was one fifteen a month. I believe. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Just you to had to be ins-
1: part of the program?
0: Uh-huh. Every month, every month. You and what have if to- nobody clicked your link? Oh, well. How oh, is this not a multi-level marketing company? I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So one fifteen every month you had to pay. And you would have to buy a gift card. So you buy the gift card and then like buy your stuff. And the first $100, you don't get any commissions on.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm still <laughs> Please tell me how it's not an MLM.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's no recruiting aspect that I'm aware of.
1: Okay. So it's literally an MLM without recruiting. Right.
0: So you have to pay $115 a month. um, And you don't have to be certified. You don't have to be any kind of like professional in the health world. Anybody can My son, if he was 18, can sign up for Legionnaire <laughs> and pay one fifteen a month to get um, affiliate links. And also, so they have an app. They have their first form app. And I want to say it's like $12 or $13 a month. And everybody that you get to sign up through your app, you get like $1.95 off of that
1: okay so it might not be a multi-level
0: marketing company but it's 100% a scam oh yeah yeah and it sucks because their supplements are third-party tested they are good I'm like why can't you guys just be a regular company
1: (laughs) do they use proprietary blends in theirs do you know I don't know I'll have to look at it a little I am like big on like that's why I like Legion because it's not a proprietary blend Like you can see exactly how much of everything is in it. I
0: think I can grab it really quick. Um, Yeah. Do you want me to? Yeah.
1: Okay. So we paused. We went and grabbed the supplements. I did some Googling. (laughs) And what we found is that some of the products have proprietary blends in them. And that essentially means that they don't have to disclose how much of each ingredient is in it. Um, so it can be like, yeah, I have this super food kiwi component in it, mm-hmm. but it could be like the smallest micro dose that doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. I don't really know how to talk about that because I'm not like a nutritionist, but, um, right. essentially <laughs> that's essentially that's what that means from my understanding. Yeah. It you
0: basically the- have no idea what you're getting yeah. aside from like knowing it's in there. It could be like a drop. <laughs> right. If somebody is listening
1: and knows all about this topic and wants to talk about this on the podcast and could talk about it for a whole episode, please feel free to contact me because obviously I don't understand what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. Right. (laughs) Please do your own research. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. So Uh, where
0: did I leave off?
1: So- I think I was just like in awe of the fact that, like, okay, so this is a scam. This is a yeah. scam.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, we were on the app.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you have to pay. So you, you have to pay to join. You have to pay monthly and you have to pay for an app. And the only thing you get from somebody that signs up is like a dollar.
0: A dollar. Like if they're on the app monthly, you get like a dollar ninety five. I think it was. Ooh, and, almost $2. <laughs> yeah. And I had to pay for the app too. So in order for me to put my clients. So at the time, um, as a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer, I was taking on virtual clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was encouraging them to sign up with the first form app because their app is helpful in some ways, but it's not like a whole lot more than my fitness pal, which you could use for free. Um, so I had a client on there and this is the kicker because she has purchased first form in the past from another legionnaire. I will never get credit for anything she has purchased. The original legionnaire will
1: I don't like that. See, this is something that I don't like about like the MLM structure either. Um, So I think the only or there are other MLMs that do open it up so you can buy from other people. But I did like when like Zaya, you can buy from any consultant. Or like, cause like I had multiple friends that all were Zaya reps when I was still purchasing. So I would go and I'd buy from one friend one one time and then the next order, I'd do it from the other person. So I felt like I was like, you know, supporting both people and nobody was mm-hmm. like mad about it. And it was all great. Um, Now I would never, but you know. <laughs> um, but it, I just felt so much better about it cause I didn't have to choose someone to be a customer with. Yeah. So like, that's also like, if, if I want like, you know, in capitalism, we get to decide where we put our money and where we get to support people. So it's really disheartening when you get locked in somewhere, because that means that you don't get to use your money as your power. And like, right. that's how capitalism works. So right. they're yeah. taking you, they're like crippling you in the capitalism game. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's yeah. <laughs> Ugh,
0: so frustrating. And so I think it's really, really harmful specifically to anybody in the like health and nutrition space that wants to promote first form because their protein, I mean, it is good. I enjoy their protein. It doesn't give me a stomach ache. It's third party tested. (laughs) And I really enjoyed helping my clients by getting their protein and giving them a, a protein that I, I trusted, but because you don't have to be a nutrition professional or health professional to be on that app or to be in their program there's so many people out there capitalizing on this that have no background and in the app you are coaching people like you are literally coaching people there's a aspect where they reach out to you if they need anything and you check in with them every day um and you're barely making anything on it. So I saw this one other nutrition professional that had used first form, she was part of the first form Legionnaire program and she ended up leaving, not because she hated the products, but because of the way it was run and because of the way that they're falsely making it out that these coaches, quote unquote, are certified or licensed professionals. And it's really, it's just, very harmful in my opinion to the profession itself
1: absolutely it's so it's so damaging I think that any of those terms that are just kind of like thrown around willy-nilly coach like counselor um whatever like you can't just say those things Mm -hmm. like I really wish that they would make it a protected term um but like I guess the Um, thing that makes it so hard is that like you can technically coach someone through so many things right like you could coach somebody for like learning how like I have a friend that like coaches people through email marketing yeah like that like that's what she's doing (laughs) so like (laughs) how do we take that term away from her like she's not she's not doing anything malicious with that right um, or I get like malicious isn't the right word either because I I don't know, but like she's not doing anything harmful. Like she's advertising herself appropriately, right? Um, but like I don't know, like I, how
0: do you protect a term that's so broadly used? Right, exactly. And I think it's just it's damaging to the profession. I I don't know if you're familiar with. Th- uh-oh um the youtube channel there's a youtube creator um i don't want to name drop uh oh, yeah. but there's a youtube creator that is a registered dietitian and she talks a lot about this stuff and i feel for her because there there are people benefiting from the health industry that have no background and first form is promoting that with their app and the people who really want to promote the things are only getting paid two dollars a month to coach people, right? It's so backwards to me, and I don't understand why it's allowed. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, that's ridiculous. It, it's so, it's so messed up. And like, one of the things that, oh, oh my gosh, hold on. Oh, good. So what I was thinking about was, you know, like, I mean, you're a coach, so like, you know how you have to like build programs and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, was there any benefits to the app? Like, where you were able to like
0: build programs within it?
1: To your Yeah. So
0: least? the app was super beneficial. It basically gives your client everything they need. you to help them. So they put their food in, they put their workout in, you can uh, set up a workout plan for them. So like you can go in and put in what workout they should be doing, how many reps, like all of that stuff. So in my opinion, you should be getting way more than $2 a month if somebody is using the app and you are their coach.
1: So this is where I feel like this is wrong. So like I'm a therapist. I have like an electronic l- record that has like my calendar and my charts and all of that stuff. It even has like a telehealth, like video platform built into it, all of this stuff. It's all included in the, in the, the application that I pay for myself every month. My clients don't have to pay to access my platform. Like a- as the professional that uses the tool I'm allowed to create my clients an account and they're allowed to access it and they can access all the things that I build out for them in my chart for them. Yeah. So like, I feel like it should be more like that. Like if you're a coach and you're accessing, like, sure, maybe the coach needs to pay for it. And then like, like when clients order through their, that platform, like then you would get like a little kickback of like, oh yes, they ordered from you. But like your client shouldn't have to pay you and pay for the tool
0: that they want to use.
1: Like, I mean, if you're a coach and you know you want your clients to like use a tracking app or something like that, if they don't have uh, eating disorder tendencies, uh, disclaimer: please, yeah. (laughs) If you can't track, then you shouldn't track. uh, Find other ways to uh, intuitively eat and things like that. Anyways, I'm not Mm -hmm. a coach. Uh, but like you should be able to just like like it should all be included like I know that like with my my husband is a coach too so like he'll have people track and he has like different like I think there are a couple different ways that people track with him like depending on what they like and like there's no requirement for them to get like the premium version of MyFitnessPal. Right. They want it. Like if you want to upgrade because you like the features of that app better, awesome. But like otherwise you can just use the regular one for free. Right. So like that kind of blows my mind that I they're like double dipping like that. Like I feel like that whole program is absolutely just a giant money grab based off of what mm-hmm. you just said. Because if it was really supposed to be helpful, you would be able to pay your $100 or whatever you said a month and that would include the app and yeah. your clients would be able to access the app and buy through it.
0: Right. Like it shouldn't and That would make more sense. Yeah, It shouldn't
1: be like, uh, here, buy this and buy this mm-hmm. and buy this and buy this and buy this. And by the way, your kickback is only a couple bucks. It should be like, Hey, we're advertising this program. Um, you get an affiliate link. You get access to this uh, app with a software that makes your programming a lot easier and helping your clients a lot easier. And also if they order through the app for first form bo- products, you'll get a little kickback. Yeah. That I could get on board with because that's essentially what I'm doing. I mean, my, I don't get a kickback for anything because that's not the industry that I'm in. But like mm-hmm. that would match like an ethical standard for me. Yeah.
0: And that would make so much more sense. So something else that they have (laughs) is they also, it's all very much like an MLM with the exception of not recruiting. So, and I don't know if as you move up, you might get a kickback from recruiting, because there are five levels to legionnaire Uh-oh. and <laughs> <laughs> so you have to go into like their back office and take all of these tests and you have to have like a certain amount of customers to rank up in the legionnaire program but you don't have to quote unquote recruit the people <laughs> okay okay so, so they very much skate on that thin line of affiliate and MLM.
1: Wow. That is so I am not impressed. I am not impressed. I'm not impressed for his form.
0: And they also have a coach group on Facebook with trainings every week for social media, for clients, like for different things that you would need training on. They have different trainings on those every week. <laughs> okay.
1: Please tell me the tea on that. Is it like, like, I mean, you've been to like a, a training call for MLM. Is it the same? Mm. Is it a sob story?
0: Mm, yeah. <gasps> it's all the same. It's all very, it's, I don't know. I just feel like they're avoiding turning into an MLM, but doing everything to be an MLM. Wow. It's so wild.
1: That's so interesting. And like, also, it's really interesting because I I have said on this podcast, just take away the recruiting. Just yes. stop recruiting. And like that would I, I would be OK with it. And apparently I'm going to take that back right now because that is so scammy. Mm-hmm. Like it's still scammy and it's still scammy towards the the coach figure. You know, like I know that we just like talked about how that term is harmful, but like that's what they're called. So like yeah, right. <laughs> the it's still the ambassador, it's still the affiliate, it's still whatever that person is that is being scammed because you're first of all, you're not advertising appropriately. And like literally there would be nothing wrong with it if they changed the wording and took out the fee for the app or just include the fee for the app in the whole price.
0: Right, exactly. Like, we all
1: know we pay for the stuff that we get. <laughs> like Right. <laughs> like just include it and that's all included. And then you get like, and they could just remarket and rebrand and rediscover, like re-put everything out and it would make sense. Yeah. And like take away the client needing to pay for the app.
0: Right, exactly. But <laughs> so once you're on, once you're like you paid your first fee, Mm -hmm. and you're set up and everything, they do assign you a coach. (laughs) So I, there is no like compensation plan that I can find for first form to see if this said coach gets paid for coaching you. So I got on a call with my coach um, once, and then I Almost immediately backed out of my Legionnaire account because I just saw so many things wrong with it. Um, in my opinion. So I got on the call with him. He asked me like my goals and stuff and what I wanted to do with First Form, why I was in. He gave me his sob story. Mm-hmm. So there was a sob story involved there. And then he said that he wanted to meet with me weekly for one hour on Zoom. And I was like, I don't, I don't have time for this. <laughs>
1: And what was he going to coach you around?
0: I have no idea. Like coaching people to buy first form.
1: So that you can make, how much did you make when somebody would actually buy the product?
0: Do you know? I want to say it was about 20%, 15 or 20%. Okay. That's not terrible. Yeah. It wasn't bad like
1: that's not terrible for like an affiliate program in general except for like affiliate programs you don't have to pay for yeah like I at one point made I was like a quest affiliate at one point and then I was like this feels too MLME like I felt I just felt like I was selling myself and I was Mm -hmm. like I don't want to do that um but overall like I wasn't in it long enough to like know if it was anything more like what we're talking about right now but like uh, oh, Nick's an affiliate with Legion. He doesn't have to pay for that. Like he just has a yeah. code, and people get it. And Even then Amazon, right? Uh, right. <laughs> you don't have to pay for these things. So, like, like that's not a bad kickback. But also, like, that's a uh, a lot of money to pay up front if no one buys it from you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, one hundred and fifteen dollars a month. <laughs>
1: that's so much money. Yeah. Wow. Were you able to get any money back when you realized you didn't want to do this? Were you able to like get a refund?
0: Um, I was not. I ended up just like stocking up on my protein with the money that I had to spend. So at least I have that to show for it. But yeah. again, you don't get any discounts. You don't get any anything really. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Would a, not recommend. <laughs>
1: what a scam. Okay. Wow. So, like, overall, I would say if we're going to use sounds like a cult, uh, live your life, watch your back, get the fuck out. Like I feel like first form is, like, heavy, watch your back, yeah. get the fuck out. Yeah. Because they are, like, they could literally just, like, shake their buddy, their buddies, their booties. <laughs> they could just shake their booties real quick and become an MLM. Like, they're so right. close. That's so scammy. I'm yeah. not over this. I'm so glad you came on to talk about it. <laughs> I was I didn't realize how bad it was.
0: Yeah. Oh and I God. think it comes a lot from Andy Frisella. Like he's the founder of First Form. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're familiar, but he's also the creator of 75 Hard. Oh. Just pretty toxic in my opinion.
1: 75 <laughs> Hard. Like. I really don't like seventy-five hard because it doesn't have any forgiveness in it. No, and that's not good for your mental health uh, at all. And like, if you like hurt yourself, if you get sick, if there's a blizzard, if <laughs> yeah. there, if there's a pandemic outbreak, and you can't go to the grocery store, you
0: failed. Yep. You have to start at day one. <laughs> you
1: failed, which is absolutely like there's, and like I'm sure that you say this to your clients too. Like I hear this all the time from my husband. Like there's no failing when you're on a mission of like self improvement. Right. There's okay, like maybe I could do better, whatever, like move on and move forward. It's mm-hmm. not, I'm terrible. I shouldn't even do this. Let me eat three pizzas. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. So I, that gives you an idea of where first form came from.
1: <laughs> I am so upset. I like really don't like 75 hard. Like, yeah, I like either. the idea. Like, I love when people like challenge themselves and like try yeah. to reach goals and like do all this stuff. That's awesome. But like, First of all, working out every single day is not good for you. We say this right. all the time about Beach Body, where they have you over exercise three to four days a week is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And then if you really want to like have a routine that's daily, go for a 10 minute walk. Exactly. Like, and like still have that time of movement, but it's more restful and like walking is something we have to do every day anyways and get outside. That's awesome. Like, so many benefits of that. That's fine. Although I still also would encourage people to have a day of actual rest. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know,
0: what do I know? I'm not a beach body coach. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, So, like. Oh, oh my God. I'm just like spiraling (laughs) 75 hard first form. Oh no. Yeah. And
0: inside of the first form community. So like if you're in the coaching groups or anything like that, they are always doing 75 hard one round ends. Let's do another one.
1: (laughs) First of all, there's no way they're actually doing it. There's no way they're actually
0: doing it. It's physically impossible.
1: (laughs) You can't you can't work out every single day forever without getting an injury. Like, right. It's inevitable that you will get injured at some point. Don't want people to get injured, but if you're putting that much strain on your body, unless you're literally just going for like short walks mm-hmm. every day and that's your exercise thing, but, you're but it has to be 45 twice, minutes and it has to be twice a day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's, Wild.
1: (laughs) That is wild. No. I want to do like 75. What should I call it?
0: 75 (laughs) laid back. 75
1: lazy. (laughs) Yeah. 75 <laughs> days of me not working out and <laughs> eating fast food every single day and still
0: losing weight. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Like you could still do it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I have, do you know Jordan Syatt? I don't think so. Oh, Jordan Syatt's amazing. So you, if you're in the fitness community, you should definitely check him out. Um. Uh, he did the Big Mac challenge where he had a Big Mac every oh, single yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, like, talked about how you can still... And Nick's doing it right now. He's having a piece of, quote-unquote, junk food every day. Oh, and, I do that all the... Yeah. Yeah. You and have to. documenting it and saying, like, I'm still losing weight because he's yep. in a right now because, you know,
0: competitions and... Yeah.
1: Powerlifting ...and stuff.
0: It's funny you say that because that's the when I was taking on clients, that was the first thing we did. I, when I was working with my nutrition coach, she, I talked to her about like all of the toxic diets I've did in the past I've done in the past. So I told her how I felt so restrictive. And if I had like one piece of candy, then my whole day was derailed and I would just eat all of the garbage. She's like, what do you want? And I said, I want a Kit Kat. She said, have a Kit Kat a day. So that's what I started doing. I was like, I had a Kit Kat every day this week, and I still lost weight. She's like, "See,
1: yeah." I um, I was just on the Cut the Crap podcast, which if you haven't listened to that yet, it was really good. Go listen to my episode on Cut the Crap. A uh, little pl- plug for <laughs> Beth and Matt. But anyways, Beth, the trainer that uh, hosts that podcast, she does at Halloween time where you have a piece of candy. I think it's one with every meal during yeah. the month of October. So that way you super like just take away that over time, like the first day you're probably like, oh my gosh, I could still eat the whole bag. But after like a week or two, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, like it's just candy. I can yeah. have whatever I want. And I actually did the same thing for myself around Valentine's Day or after Valentine's Day, I went and I bought some of the discount candy and I left it on my desk and it was uh, for people that are following along. I'm recovering from a binge eating disorder. Um, So it was so challenging. Yeah. But it was also so empowering because that bag sat there for so long. And I am a person that if I have a bag of chocolate, it will be gone in at least two days. Like yeah. so, like sometimes one day, actually, I would say probably 70% of the time one day. And then like the other 30, like maybe I yeah. can make it last a couple of days. Same. <laughs> um. So like. It's really interesting when you take away the like scarcity of like I can't have it and how powerful that can be. Again, this is not nutrition advice, like, right? <laughs> da, 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 da. Please, um, we are not giving you any advice. I'm just talking about things that I have done and things that people talk about. <laughs> yes, talk
0: to a medical professional,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, get your own nutritionist, dietitian, yes. coach, <laughs> therapist. Yes, Um, all of the things because it's so important and also you deserve it you if you can afford to have those things I know that all of those things are privileged um but if you can afford to have those things um please get them and (laughs) if you have insurance you can get a therapist through insurance or if you're like discouraged by everything like also remember that you can ask people if they have waiting lists um just because I know a lot of people have reached out to me and said that they had a hard time finding a therapist lately. And I was like, a waiting list is better than nothing. Yeah. Get on as many waiting lists as you want. And then, you know, when they get around to your name, if you have somebody else, it's okay. Just say, sorry, I found somebody else. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Exactly. But, but if you can get a coach, if you can get a dietitian or a nutritionist, if that's what you're struggling with, like that's amazing. That's, that's amazing. And you're going to, I hope that you find the good fit that helps you do exactly what you need to do and helps mm-hmm. you deconstruct all of this bullshit that we've learned in MLMs.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: I could literally bend your ear for like another hour about first form. <laughs> Is there anything else about first form that we should talk about?
0: <laughs> I don't think so. I think we touched on all of the big things that I wanted to touch on. Oh my God. Oh, we one other thing though. Then. So like your coach that you're assigned will stalk you on on socials and make sure like you're not promoting anything else or talking bad about first form. So there's definitely a, a thing of toxic positivity.
1: And like control, like, okay, let's like work yeah. out the bite model for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. So what was I was just going to say, my brain is like all over the place. I'm like... Sp- <laughs> spitting about first form okay so they stock oh uh did you sign in like your like contract do you know if you signed like a non-compete type of thing
0: i don't i'm ne- i never signed anything oh but they did tell me that i cannot like as long as i'm a legionnaire i cannot promote any other supplements whatsoever
1: and like what does that even mean like you know i what guess I- like
0: any like greens, vitamins. Right.
1: Right. Like literally that's what that means. But Everything. like but like yeah. so many things like you can technically call like there are so many ways that you can like supplement things in your right. life. Like that's like such a vague Broad. term. Yeah. Like, mmm, that's interesting. And also, like, it's interesting that they don't have it in writing for you to sign. Yeah. Are you sure there must have been like a checkbox or something? There had to be
0: something. Yeah. But I don't recall like actually reading anything. Yeah. And I know I've gotten better about doing that. Right. So I don't I don't know if it was like hidden somewhere. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, and even once we know and we start looking, sometimes it's still hard to like yeah, check all I read all of the checkboxes and all that stuff, so Oh my gosh, Sam, we have gone on a journey here today. Yes, we have. (laughs) Is there anything else about your story that you want to touch on before I ask you my final question?
0: I don't think so. I think that was, that was quite an earful. It
1: was, it was, it was amazing though. This was great. Um, Okay. So what is your (laughs) anti-MLM-Y?
0: I. Oh gosh, that's such a loaded question. Um <laughs> you don't have to cry though. If that oh yeah. My why all. doesn't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> um I just want people to stop falling for it. Um I'm so tired of seeing the Huns post that you can make tons of money and live this lavish lifestyle when that's not the case. And I just want people to hear the side of 99.7% of the people that lose money. So, yeah, my why is just to be loud about it and yeah. inform as many people as possible that there are other options. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Can you one more time tell people where they can find you?
0: Yeah. So you're going to have the best luck of finding me over on YouTube at The Sam D. Um, I am also The Sam D across Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, but I'm not super active over there.
1: All right. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope that you all have a fabulous weekend. Bye.